0: You'll learn more about business and finances. You're listening to Make Sense. Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is Janelle Speaks. Let's admit it, it's really hard to have the discipline of being wise in money and manage it well. However, having your core values personally and principles that you strongly hold on will help you stick to it. It's important that you stand on something that will build the foundation concerning your money. If not, it will always be easy to be tempted to go shopping and break the habit of saving consistently. Today, I'd love to share with you 5 Biblical Money Principles to Help You Manage Your Finances. Putting your values and conviction regarding money in God's Word will surely help you see money in a different perspective. Let's get started. Number 1. Stewardship recognizing who is the source of the blessings that we receive and realizing that we do not own anything in this world will shed some light on how we look at our money, how we spend it, how we earn it, how we save some of it. Stewardship means we are just managers of the things that God has entrusted us, meaning the things that we have, own, or acquire are not ours. It is God's. So, if we are only managers, it means we need to take care of it. We need to be a good and faithful steward. We don't have the right to waste it. We need to be cautious and conscious on how we use our money because we are accountable to Him. I remember Bible verse that says, He that is faithful in least is faithful in much. Hence, If you are a good steward with a small amount of money or blessings, God will entrust you more. God will give you greater blessings because you are able to handle and manage it well. Let's be a good steward of the resources that God has given us. How? By spending your money wisely. Have a plan about your money and make it grow so you can be a blessing to more people through giving. I was reminded with the preaching I heard recently, the pastor said, God is raising our income so we can raise our giving. God continuously bless us because he wants us to give more. Let's be a channel of blessing to somebody. Number two, tithing. I know that not all of us believe this, but I just like to share what I highly value when it comes to money and Allow me to give you insights for those who do practice tithing. I just do recall what Jules of Art, a social media influencer, said when I watched her YouTube channel before she starts with her content proper that you don't need to be a Christian to listen to this episode. But if Jesus speaks to you, don't fight it. Subscribe to her channel at Jules of Art. Here we go. Tithing means you are giving back to God what is due to Him through your income or blessings you've received. It's about you giving the 10% of your income. The word tithe means tenth. Example, if you earn 10,000 pesos a month, your tithe is the 10% of 10,000. Which is, yeah, you're correct. I heard that one. Thanks for participating. I love my listeners, right? Because you're really engaging with me. However, some might ask, where should I tithe? From gross income or net income? I would answer, how would you want God to bless you? From your gross income or net? It's up to you. I don't want to give a definite statement about that as I am not a theologian to explain that to you. Take note that I am not an expert when it comes to financial coaching nor wealth management. I am here to share what I know and what I practice that works for me. I just want to encourage and inspire you with the content that I am creating. But if you want to know more about this in a deeper manner, I would suggest visit the website of Mr. June Divierte. That's www.junedivierte.com. He's a pastor, and he's really a reliable source of Christian teachings and essential doctrines. He took a formal education in theolo- theology. The- or rather, theology. There, I got it. Theology. So, you might want to send him a message if you have other questions regarding Christian faith. He's one of the pastors in the church we're attending. Number three. Giving, it is better to give than to receive. That's, uh, you can look for that verse in Acts twenty thirty five. God is blessing us with so many things because it has a purpose. It should not be kept in ourselves. It should be shared. It is not limited with church giving through tithes and offering. You can also give to your parents. Treat your family once in a while or that's a friend who is in need. There are a lot of ways to give not only with your money, but you can also give your time to a loved one, share your wisdom to a colleague who needs an advice. You can also give a food to a street children or even volunteer in a charitable organization. Don't limit yourself and say, I can't help other people because I don't earn big. In simplest ways, You can share your blessings. Let's follow what Jesus did as our great example of giving. He is the most generous and great giver. God sent his only son for you and me because of his love for us. If God sacrificed everything for us, it would be easier for us to act in faith and give cheerfully. Number four, abundance. A poor mindset hinders you from the possibilities of experience abundance of life your thoughts are powerful thus you need to be careful with the way you think you'll never achieve success in life if you limit your beliefs don't get me wrong i'm not teaching you to aim being rich only my point is we can experience and enjoy the life that god has given us if we are in faith of believing that god is the one who will bless us and god alone can satisfy us No amount of money can fill the void in our hearts and only Jesus can give us true satisfaction and contentment with the life that we have. Trusting God is a reflection of our faith in Him. Remove that scarcity mindset in you. Fearing about what tomorrow might bring and doubting your situation, if you can still pay the bills are indications of having a poor mindset. Place your trust to the one who owns everything in this world. I want to encourage you with this verse and please take note of this. When life overwhelms you, use these two Bible verses to remind you. From Matthew 6, 26, it says, Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or gather into barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Here's the next one from Matthew 6.34 So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Last but not the least, number five, true wealth. True wealth does not come from material things. Everything that is tangible will be gone. It can be destroyed and fade away. In our generation today, most people get depressed and envious with other people because of what they see in social media. You might wonder, why they can't travel and why can't I? They have a complete family, why can't we? My friends got married already and until today, I am still single. My colleague got promoted and I am still here at the uh, tough level. Comparison is a thief of joy. Let us not focus and measure our wealth with the things that we see and touch. True wealth comes from Jesus, who is the author of our lives, who is our great provider, who is our faithful God and a loving father. True wealth is having the security in Christ. True wealth is not equivalent to money. True wealth is having a genuine personal relationship with him. I hope you're blessed with the biblical money principles I've shared. If so, please subscribe, please subscribe, please subscribe, please subscribe. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Anchor, and Player FM. It will always be a blessing to support this podcast by hitting subscribe for me to create more content that will inspire it even more to live life wiser. I would highly appreciate if you'll share this to your friends. If you have any questions or feedback, I would love to hear it from you. Message me on my Facebook page at Make Sense with Janelle Speaks or tweet me at hashtag Make I am Janelle, Speaks. Janelle Speaks and this is Makesense. Join me again on the next episode. God bless everyone!